In this episode, I compiled everything I've learned about reversing arthritis over the last year. You will get a good high-level overview of the four main areas of your lifestyle and nutrition to address and be armed with lots of resources to continue your education and arthritis reversal journey. Hi, my name is Biggie Fraley. I'm the arthritis coach. Welcome to the show. You heard the introduction. This will be a big roundup episode about arthritis today. However, there's a reason I'm creating this type of episode at this time. And you will want to stay tuned until the end for an important and exciting announcement. So what I've observed when it comes to reversing arthritis, that the very first step and literally the hardest step you have to take is to be willing to take responsibility for and charge of your health. I think too many people resign right at the time of the diagnosis and hand the responsibility and their bodies over to the medical establishment. Yeah, doctor said I have rheumatoid arthritis. There's really nothing that can be done. You know, I'm going to have to live with it. Uh, chances are it will only get worse. And, you know, here are some prescription drugs I can take to kind of live with the symptoms or have a, a resemblance of a life with the symptoms. And you see, the thing is that when you believe that, that indeed becomes the truth. But it really doesn't have to be like that. Because just imagine why your doctor would say such thing, right? What are all the benefits he or she derives from that? They're huge, right? The financial rewards for them are huge. So you are the one in charge of your health. You're the only one that can be in charge of your health. Nobody else can. So that is a huge step, I understand, but I truly, truly want you to consider to conquer it. Now, I've touched on that topic on previous episodes. The ones you may want to check out are episode 18 on how to live the life you really want and episode 14, how to develop new habits. So after that first important step, there are basically four main areas when it comes to addressing arthritis that we need to look at. Number one is to repair leaky gut, which is always on the list of causes for inflammation in your body. Number two, removal of toxins. Number three is managing stress and dealing with past traumas. And number four will be exercise and movement. So I will dive a little deeper into each of these subjects. Now, repairing leaky gut basically starts with changes in diet and nutrition you will have to make. If you continue to 
consume the standard American diet, you will continue to have symptoms, you will continue to get sick, chances are you will continue to collect additional autoimmune diseases, and if you will never change your way, statistics show that most likely the final result will be cancer. So it's an important step you have to take. And, you know, the simple truth is to begin eating real foods. All right, not processed foods or so many things I like to call food-like substances, right? You know what real food looks like. And one of the quotes I always repeat to myself, I love so much, uh, by Michael Pollan, he says that basically everything he's learned about food and health can be summed up in seven words. Eat food, not too much, mostly plants. And I wholeheartedly agree. A prior episode I've done, you may check out on the subject, is episode three, where I cover top 10 superfoods that you can start introducing into your diet today. I think this is always a, a, the best first step to take when you do want to get away from the processed food. It's not just say, oh, okay, I never have a hot dog again. But no, okay, I'm going to start including nutrient-dense foods into my diet so that my body can learn the difference. It can actually get what it craves so much. And with that, remove the cravings for unhealthy foods. The next thing is, again, a huge step, I understand, but so necessary from everything I've learned. It is to remove gluten, dairy, and sugar from your diet. One of the things that I came across that made a huge impression about that subject with me is that I heard that a functional doctor, so along the lines of functional medicine, integrative medicine, that people pay out of pocket for in the amounts of ten to $20,000 a year to see, they will not even work with you if you're still consuming gluten and dairy. That's how detrimental these things have become to our health, you know, due to the changes that um, those things have undergone, you know, dairy with the hormones, etc., etc. I mean, those things aren't what they used to be. So even if maybe for your grandmother, milk was a good thing, it just isn't anymore today. So you want to remove gluten, dairy, and sugar, right? The number one inflammation cause in your body. And helpful with that would be episode 11, where I shared how to quit your sugar addiction for good. So check that out. Additional items to remove next from your diet will be soy, which more often than not is genetically modified and also is known to be an allergen for many people. Next are other grains. Uh, while you have removed the gluten now, very often 
non-gluten grains are still cross-contaminated with gluten. So you think you're all good and you're still having digestive issues, uh, gut permeability and all that, and you don't understand why it may be because you're eating other contaminated grains. So you may not be of those for the rest of your life, but in order to make progress with your arthritis, you do want to remove grains. Also, I think this mostly has become uh, common knowledge. I personally have not consumed nightshades for at least a decade already. So those are certain vegetables that all contain basically a poison <laughs> that again can increase inflammation and intestinal permeability. So we are talking about tomatoes, eggplants, peppers, potatoes, etc. So with your condition, you also want to remove that. And last but not least, corn, which not only is typically genetically modified these days, but also often contains mold. You know, mold loves to grow on corn, which is another huge issue when it comes to inflammation in your body. All right. So, so much to the diet. Then there is supplementation, of course. And maybe just like me, you sometimes get overwhelmed by the sleuth of supplements, various uh, sources and practitioners recommend, and you don't even know what to take anymore. So I've condensed it here a little, some of the really important ones to get started with, especially when it comes to healing your gut, uh, number one and two, digestive enzymes and probiotics. Now, I've also talked about probiotics on a previous episode, episode eight, where I discussed whether you need probiotics. So you want to listen to that one. And a few more supplements. Vitamin D is a big one. Even if you get exposure to the sun, most of us are deficient, uh, deficient in this important vitamin. Uh, next, glutamine and fish oil, especially omega-3. There's often an imbalance between omega-3s and omega-6 in our modern diet. So that is a very important supplement that has made huge difference in people's, in actually various conditions and just overall health that I would highly suggest you looking into. And while I haven't done an episode, but I have done a, a big article on the website about omega-3s and you know where you can find them and what to look for, and also if you're vegetarian, what are some plant-based sources for you. All right, so now let's move into toxins. And this is such a huge topic. And I think the one most of us are least aware of. It's really like this best-kept secret, and it starts with the air we breathe and the water we consume daily, right? Those two things we can't live without whatsoever. If you live in an urban area today, I mean, your air is going to be very polluted. And not only all oh, the outside air from the factories and the cars, but even more so your indoor air is often worse than even the outdoor air due to 
various materials, paints, and whatnot that has been used in the construction of the building you are in. So an indoor air cleaning system, air filtration system is very important. I don't have a particular brand in mind for you. Actually, I didn't get a chance to look that up. But basically, um, I believe HEPA air filtering is still the, the best standard to look for. And then there is water. Oh my. If you look up the levels of of toxins in your local drinking water, which there is a website for it. And I apologize again, I don't have it top of my mind, but you can look it up. I mean, you'll be scared. So don't ever, ever, ever drink tap water anymore. Okay, those those times have long passed if they ever truly existed. Maybe that was just the story they told us. So good water filtering is very important and that also includes good uh, fluoride filtration. So here I do have a recommendation for you looking into various models and what other um, you know health educated people and practitioners are using. The Berkey water filters are definitely my favorite and I highly recommend uh, those to you. Next, when it comes to toxins, we have GMOs, glyphosate, and pesticides. So, right, GMOs are the genetically modified organisms. Uh, I discussed earlier soy and corn, for example, are some of those created by scientists, and they were created to withstand glyph glyphosate and pesticides in general, glyphosate being the active uh, ingredient in Roundup, while everything else around them dies. The problem with that is, of course, if you consume them, they are full of those pesticides because that's what they are being heavily sprayed with. And you consume all those toxins. It is poisonous. It does horrible things. In, in the end, it basically mutates our body, our cells, the way they should function. And you want to stay away from, which means eat organic. I mean, if you have to scrape together your last cents, do buy organic. Please, please, please do. In episode 13, I've shared why organic living is important. And in episode 7, I also give you information on how you can eat clean on a budget. Because I know it is slightly more expensive, but not as much as you, you may think. And I tell you, your body, your health, your family will thank you for it. Choose organic. And the same applies basically when it comes to your cosmetics and cleaning products. Now, we are not really used to looking at the ingredients, right? What's in there? And again, they're, they're horrific. They're toxic. There are uh, hormone-disrupting, terrible products that don't belong anywhere near our, our lungs or our skin. In episode four, I shared more about how to boost your skin health and choose your cosmetics wisely. So slowly going through the process of exchanging the products you were used to in the past with organic products for your cosmetics and cleaning products is super important. 
And along those lines, you're probably already aware of plastics that you shouldn't, you know, cook slash microwave in plastics and not even drink your water out of plastics because of the BPA, which again, disrupts our hormones. So choose, what is it, glass water bottles to consume your drinking water from. And then another subject under, you know, I put it under toxins, if you will, that, I mean, even I was pretty much unaware of uh, up until, you know, the last year, which are electromagnetic fields and electromagnetic radiation, which is from our power lines to our electric meters to our Wi-Fi routers to cell phone towers, our cellular signals even Bluetooth signals, our blue light computer screens, iPad screens, television screens, you name it. It all falls under the EMF, EMR category. And we can argue all day long, is it harmful for the human, blah, blah, blah. I just say it didn't used to be there. And now our bodies are bombarded by hundreds of signals going in and out all day, every day, and often all night, every night. And somebody thinks, oh, that wouldn't make any difference. That would have no effect on the human body or their health or their sleep or anything. I mean, that's pretty naive to think that, right? So do try to limit your exposure and just continue your education on that subject. That's just a direction I do want to lead you in. You know, I'm still working on it, but there are simple things that you can do to improve, sometimes as simple as moving your bed a couple of inches over so you're not right on the opposite side of your refrigerator running in the kitchen. And then there are a Additional toxins that have found their comfy little home in our bodies that I actually haven't discussed in prior episodes, mold, heavy metals, and parasites. I did want to at least mention them here. If you received my newsletter last Friday, you know that mold is kind of what kick-started my journey into non-health, unhealth, whatever it is, disease. <laughs> Uh, it's it's a big one. And this week, the, um, oh, what is it called? There is a summit right this week, which you may want to check out called just the Toxic Mold Summit. I think it's an important subject. I cannot tell you, I have a, well, actually, I have two mold. I have developed uh, chemical sensitivities and I smell everything about people. And I cannot tell you how many people I meet, especially here in the Bay Area, it is more moist through the ocean and everything, how many people I meet that smell like mold, all right? Other people live in a moldy environment without being aware of it, but it is such a dangerous thing and it's really becoming the majority of people in this country that are being exposed to mold. Yet another subject I'd love for you to look into, heavy metals. Well, you know, again, besides the ones we get from non-organic foods, etc., mercury, which I happen to have a mouthful of mercury 
is often a culprit. So that's something you want to look at. And parasites, uh, that's a funny and at the same time disgusting topic. And it appears that while we all want to be so aloof that not me, parasites, you know, I've never even been out of the country. (laughs) Most of us are host, host to parasites as well. So getting those out of your body may also be important, which leads me right to the topic of detoxification, right? That's basically what we have to do to get all of those toxins that have already entered our bodies and actually continue to enter our body every day out again. So it's really, it's a regular thing to do to detoxify And for small daily things you can do, I shared right in episode one, my seven secrets to detoxing naturally. You definitely want to check it out because that is just too simple to ignore. All right. There are then also various protocols and supplements that support detoxification. One of the ways, one of the protocols is, for example, starting with an elimination diet, which I shared all about in episode six. What you need to know and why you should care about the elimination diet. Another way is fasting, which you hear of a lot these days. Now, I don't think most of us have the luxury to go to a nice little retreat and do a three-week fast. So therefore, personally, I'm a big proponent of intermittent fasting. And last, but by no means least, when it comes to detoxification, I keep hearing over and over and over again the astounding benefits of infrared sauna. And that's, again, that's not a hardship to go sit in an infrared sauna. And there are some portable models that are very affordable. But you do want to look into the the EMF, EMR radiation they may have. So you may want to upgrade and spend a little more to be protected from that. But that's what I would highly Recommend. Uh, I have to be honest, I don't have one yet, but it's so on my wish slash dream list. I've always loved the sauna and I can't wait to get one of those. That brings us to main topic number four, addressing stress and past traumas. Now, the first thing in that category that needs to be addressed, and it kind of ties into what I opened with in the beginning of this episode about our mindset and our belief, okay? You are not going to get better, much less reverse your arthritis, if you don't believe it can be done, all right? You have to stay positive. You have to be willing to do what it takes and you have to have a growth mindset just as I did. You have to continuously learn more about what you can do and and take baby steps. If you take just one little step every single day, you know, don't expect to, to have taken care of all these things in the next three months, all right? This is a journey. And it's so worth it. It so beats the other journey that the doctors have suggested to you, okay? So do keep believing. And 
it's not always easy on your own and sometimes impossible on your own. So seek support. Seek support in like-minded groups. Find allies on your health journey. They don't necessarily have to have arthritis. Maybe your neighbor just wants to lose some weight, but together you can try out some new recipes, right? That's wonderful. And if you're truly dealing with past traumas, that also can be a big obstacle to your success in in creating health in your life, you may also want to seek the help of a therapist. Next, stress is actually a major cause for arthritis and autoimmune disease, more than you may believe. So managing stress is super important. I have shared some self-care and stress management practices in episode 9 you may want to review. I've also extensively talked and written about mindfulness, meditation, gratitude, and journaling. And last but not least, for your health and stress management and healing, there's nothing more important but good, restful sleep. You know, they always say seven to eight hours minimum. I don't know about you, but that does not cut it for me. I've always slept long. Eight to nine hours is for me, it's like minimum, okay? (laughs) That is when your body does all the repair work, all the healing, right? That's when it gets a chance to do so. So it is super, super important that you work on your sleep, that you work on your habits around sleep, that you remove distractions from sleep. Here again, that ties in with, you know, not sitting in front of the screen up until you go to bed, not eating right before you go to bed, but have two to three hours before, and any other calming rituals you can think of from dimming the lights to maybe drinking a a nice, you know, cup of sleep-inducing tea, herbal tea. Take care of your sleep habits. And last, exercise and movement. And yes, I know it is hard. I've shared with you that my mom and my grandmother both suffered from osteoarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, rheumatism, you name it. And it didn't matter how much someone (laughs) said to my mom, you have to keep moving, you have to keep walking, you know, with all the pain. (sighs) She was unwilling to, it was too hard, but it will make things better. And it's the only way you will be able to keep moving. If you stop moving now because there's some pain, you will be unable to move later when there may be even more pain. So walking is one of my favorite things to start out with. I had a whole episode on walking for fitness and also have some free resources, which I shared in episode 12. Number two, the one thing my mom actually loved to do, we got her to do were um, aqua exercises in the water. You know, anything that is gentle, the things I personally am looking forward to learning more about are Qigong and Tai Chi. Now, I heard Qigong is uh, easier to learn, so you may want to start there. 
And then, of course, yoga is another wonderful, gentle, very beneficial practice that will keep you moving and keep your body flexible, especially, you know, the tendons around the joints. It will all help keep you mobile, which will be so important on your journey to reversing arthritis. All right. And last on the subject, I want to share with you a few of my favorite books I have enjoyed over the last year for your continuing education. And I'm linking to those in the resources section of the podcast description for this episode. Number one, Dr. Tom O'Brien, who wrote The Autoimmune Fix. I really love that man. I have seen him on many of his presentations on various summits. Uh, highly recommend him. Dr. Amy Myers, who wrote The Autoimmune Solution and has lots of little programs and resources to share with you. Uh, among some of my favorites are her recipes that she shares freely. So you may want to check those out. And last, I heard about Dr. Mao Xing Ni also on one of the summits I attended over the last year. And I was just floored by his history of being the, I believe if I get that number right, the 37th generation Chinese medicine practitioner in his family. I mean, is that impressive? Have you ever met anybody in their profession being the 37th generation in his family? <laughs> I haven't. And he has a wonderful, very comprehensive, yet still not huge, <laughs> book on arthritis called Arthritis Secrets of Natural Healing. This one may even get my highest recommendation because there are so many little things he shares. You can... Use right, like you can use by tomorrow. He, you can make his wonderful cereal, you know, do some of his exercises he describes, have a little herbal tea with certain herbs in it. You, you could start that tomorrow. So, I highly recommend you check out that book as well. All right, so that concludes my big roundup about arthritis. And it ends up being the longest episode I have done this far, which means that I may not be quite caught up with the whole transcript for the episode. There may be an extra uh, day or two delay before I can add this to the show notes, but it will definitely be there for your reference. And overall, I hope this information will be helpful in your journey. And now... Let me share the important and exciting announcement I told you about in the beginning. And yes, I'm excited. I'm also a little sad and I hope you won't be too sad. You see, I am currently learning an advanced coaching process that will allow me to help more people transform their personal and professional lives whether their goal is to improve their health, their happiness, their relationships, career, business, or even their leadership skills, so that they can live a truly extraordinary life. And I feel that this skill will allow me to make an even greater impact in the world and in my students' lives. 
And because of this broader focus, clearly the title The Arthritis Coach is no longer appropriate and I will need to rebrand. Now, I have rebranded a few times in my life and I actually love the process. However, by the time you complete a, a full brand, it's about six months. So I've decided this is it. I never want to do all this work again. And I will simply refer to my name, the Biggie Fraley brand. So this podcast you're listening to right now, it will remain in place. It's all there, but it will simply be called the Biggie Fraley podcast going forward. And also any emails and newsletters will come from my BiggieFraley.com domain. Also, all previous resources and podcast episodes have been transferred to BiggieFraley.com already and continue to be available to you. And don't worry if you end up going to the arthritiscoach.com through some previous link, you will be seamlessly transferred over to biggiefraley.com. So you will definitely find what you need and what you're looking for. Now, here's a quick rundown of some of the topics I'm planning to cover in my podcast moving forward, which you will notice overall is not that much different as living your best life is really only possible with good health. So these subjects are still under the umbrella of mindfulness, where the things I mentioned today will go over stress, sleep, self-care, meditation, spirituality, trauma, happiness, gratitude, right? All sounds familiar? A little more happy going into personal development. That is motivation, Goals, habits, overcoming challenges and obstacles, right? You see that connection here? Success and peak performance, right? Living your best life. And the area of health, of course, I'm going to continue cover because it is truly my life and has been for over three decades. My focus on health, fitness and nutrition and as I age, you know, focus more on longevity as well. So we continue to talk about whole food, gut health, brain health. So that will be kind of new, but you probably by now know how important, how interconnected that is. Toxins and movement. So I really, really hope that you will continue to tune in as I've so enjoyed talking to you in the past couple of months. So please remember to join me in two weeks for the latest episode of the Biggie Fraley podcast, available Wednesday morning at 4 a.m. Pacific on your favorite podcast. Thank you so much. Take care and bye-bye.